edition of the Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host here with your co-host, Chris, the fantasy expert. And in today's show, we will be reacting to week 14, the first week of the fantasy playoffs. We'll be reacting to that for fantasy. Then we'll be giving our top five waiver wire pickups with one deep sleeper, like we do every single week. This is our second week of playing the intro live. I'm so excited. I fixed the volume on the outro. I think I fixed some things with it. So, I mean, it didn't sound perfect last time, but hopefully it's a little bit better. And so we should be good to go. And um, it's episode 47. We're here. Yeah, we're so close to 50. 50. At episode 100, we should make a montage. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Episode 100, we'll do something special. Yes. Probably, Probably a montage, but maybe other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish there were people to give us like surprises. Cause you know, one of the other fantasy football podcasts in the industry that I actually listen to, that's, I mean, I always listen to it to critique it, you know, cause it's like not as good as ours. It's the mm-hmm. fantasy footballers and they just hit their episode 1000. They had all their producers, like giving them congratulations and all their friends in the industry. We don't have any friends in the industry. Well, I mean, we do, but <laughs> nobody really listens to this podcast except you except you, uh, whoever's listening right now. Nobody listens to this podcast except you. So there's nobody to really give us congratulations. If you want to, you can contact us on Twitter, email us, secondandgoalfantasygmail.com, and we're on Twitter, at Calvin underscore SGF, at Chris mm-hmm. underscore SGF. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, nobody's, listening, ex- nobody's listening except you, so do you feel special? Mm-hmm. You'd better have just said yes they out do. loud, wherever they you are. If, if you're If you're in a, uh, I don't know, you're going to um if you're at a funeral even wherever you are you should have just said yes out loud and i'll ask it again just in case you didn't do you feel special you better if you i i bet some of oh wait no i bet the only person listening didn't say yes anyway uh i don't know if there's much to talk about in the intro is there Mm, not really i mean we've just got to get into these reactions i mean it was a pretty interesting week first week the fantasy playoffs too. Hey, wait, wait! You forgot about the drop. Oh, I mean, I was just usually we have stuff to t- more to stuff to talk about in the intro, except for telling people to congratulate us. <laughs> so let's yeah. get in. Let's get into reactions. Reactions. All right. I don't know if you could tell, but I actually put the reactions like point one seven seconds closer to the music. That's the kind of info that you came here for. So mm-hmm. six players. I, I noticed that like right off the bat. I was like, oh my captain put that. I was like, was it 0.16 or 0.17? You know, and I just can't go 0.17. Yeah, it was 0.17 though, just in case you were wondering. Um, the big games. There were six players who scored over 25 points in fantasy and half PPR this week. And um, there were three quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers did really well, 30.9 against Detroit. I don't know if we need to discuss that. That's probably expected. But the other – and Derrick Henry scored 35.2 against Jacksonville. Those are the top two guys. Those are guys that we, we understand these players are good. We understand – I mean, Aaron Rodgers has a nice playoff schedule. I think Derrick Henry does too. But these other four we should discuss. And Jonathan Taylor has really come back in a uh, 44-7 victory over the Raiders. Jonathan Taylor got 29.5 fantasy points, ran for 150 yards, two touchdowns on 20 carries. Is he finally back? Is he ready to go? I think he is. I mean, he's been playing incredible. He played really incredible against me too, and then ended up making me lose. He's. I think he's he's back, and he's the number one guy. All right. Yeah. I mean, whoa, that was like the longest intro, or I mean, not the longest intro, like the longest inhale 
like I've ever heard on this you make on this show where like you're about to answer thinking. usually I you inhale for a second and then you're like like I need uh, some I mean, extra think... oxygen to think about that one <laughs> yeah extra oxygen into the brain usually you're like I mean I think but like this time you're like yeah I think I don't know <laughs> could you hear that breathing in uh not really oh well yeah that's stupid stupid little zoom um clearly not a sponsor but i mean it's actually i like i like zoom a lot but yeah uh so jonathan taylor i would say he's back i mean he played a bad defense but he's getting the carries again and he's actually being efficient with them it was interesting when he went away he's clearly a talented back not like crazy talent well he is talented he's just a little bit raw sometimes he has bad games sometimes they go away from him but i think he will keep a nice role and he's be, he'll be startable rest of the season for sure mm-hmm. yeah i definitely agree calvin weren't you uh considering not starting him who jonathan taylor oh oops oh sorry I was, I was <laughs> the next guy him. miles sanders who i yeah. almost benched for giovanni bernard and that would have been a fantastic little 25.8 point swing <laughs> Because we'll talk about Giovanni Bernard in bust games. Miles Sanders put up 27.6 fantasy points, 115 yards, two touchdowns. He, I think he caught four passes too, which is nice to see. Um, actually out caught passes more than Boston Scott. He had an 82-yard run, but that's like part of Miles Sanders' game. That's like the third or fourth one of those we've seen this year. And he wasn't very efficient, but it's against the top run defense. But I think Jalen Hurts is going to get him some space. And the thing that I like, I mean, I don't know if Sanders is going to get. I mean, in the good matchups, he'll probably be pretty efficient. I mean, he has been throughout this year. But I think Jalen Hurts is really going to help this offense. Like, first possession when I was following this game, I think this was one of the first couple or maybe even the first possession. It's like third and five, classic Eagles over here. Like, they're all, no, Carson Wentz going to turn it over, get sacked. Nothing for Miles Sanders. Another stupid three and out. Jalen Hurts scrambles for the first down. He's so good at keeping drives alive, and he proved that in one game. And so even though he ran for 100 yards, so did Miles Sanders. This helps Miles Sanders' fantasy value a lot, and he should be started moving forward. He's not, like, the greatest player ever. Don't expect this again. But, I mean, I was pretty happy to see him perform against New Orleans, and I was pretty happy to see that Jalen Hurts helped his fantasy value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jalen Hurts really impressed uh, in his debut, and especially Miles Sanders. I think the big key there was they were able to get the run game going, and that opened up things for Hurts. It's going to be interesting. Doug Peterson actually didn't make a call on Hurts, but I think Hurts does help Sanders' fantasy value, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he didn't make a call on whether he was going to start next week. That's really weird. I would mm-hmm. assume Hurts starts next week. Yeah, I'm going to get Hurts, though. All right. Yeah, the other two players, these are kind of surprising. Two attack of Iloa who put up 27.04 against Kansas City, and he really established himself against a tough pass defense that I think he's a guy who you can start with the good enough matchup. I mean, this was a shootout game. And then Drew Locke, he's been pretty inconsistent, but he was good against Carolina. I don't know if he's established himself just yet because two has been... I think Tua's been better than Drew Locke has been in the past. But, I mean, he's a guy that – those guys with a good matchup can now be considered in the streaming tier because of their two games. Don't freak out yet. They're not like – Tua's not like a lock start because he put up a good game against a good pass defense. But these guys – I like Tua more than Drew Locke. But, mm-hmm. I mean, with the right matchup, they can be streamed. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, those were two of the last guys that I expected. But Tua and Drew Locke both had very solid games. And uh, Tua did it against a bad matchup with Kansas City. Drew Locke, good matchup with Carolina, but pretty interesting. All right, yeah, let's move on to the bus games. Do you want to make the sad trombone drop our permanent bus drop? Sure. Let's move on to the bus games. 
Okay, so hopefully I don't forget to do that again. But um, and I think all these drops are actually supposed to be at the right volume now. My mic volume was a little low last time, but I've worked on it. And I put the volume correctly in our editor, which, by the way, shout out, shout out to the Studio One for Prime free editor, the free quote-unquote trial version that you can use forever is um, very fantastic. I love it. Not enough to pay mm-hmm. for it. But <laughs> not enough to pay for additional features, but I do. Actually, I don't even know if it's a trial version. I think I can download all the content from it. I think they sell other things, but it's not. Actually, I think this might be completely free. Like, I just didn't download all of it because I didn't have the time. I mean, shout out to them. I mean, if you were looking for an editor product and you want to pay for it, I mean, I would probably recommend them because their free editor is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's move on to bust games. Hayden Hurst, James Conner, Giovanni Bernard versus Dallas. DJ Chark, Evan Ingram, Chase Claypool all scored three or less. And let's start with Hayden Hurst, who was, was playing the Chargers very inconsistent lately. I don't know. Can you – you can start him – so easy to be a top 12 tight end though, Chris. Is he an every week start still? No, definitely not for me. Yeah, I, I guess not definitely... an every week start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, with a, I think he's a good matchup start, but other than that, I'm not really willing to trust him. I'd rather look for someone with a better matchup off the waivers, honestly. Yeah, I guess like Dalton Schultz, you mean? <laughs> Dalton Schultz is not very exciting, but he gets it done. He's not on our waiver wire list for once this week, but... Because there's some good options on there. But let's see. I mean, the next guy is more interesting. Hayden Hurst, I think it's going to be, like, we'll tell you if he's got a really good match. If he if he's got, like, a really, oh, I don't know. I mean, he's, he was, he's been good for most of this year. Like, it, he's a good matchup start. But James Conner is a guy that really, really busted this week. Um, he What did he go for? James, oh, sorry. I was trying to look at it. I actually did not have his stats pulled up. I think he went for 1.8. I'm just trying to look at how many carries he had. Um, sorry about that. But, yeah, I mean, he went for 1.8. Didn't do very well at all. That's for sure. He um, only he actually got 10 carries. And for 18 yards. So, I guess he was facing the Bills, which is not really like the – Super tough matchup. Yeah, I know. These this, days, is, though. this is not a game that he should have gone for one point eight in. Yeah, I mean they were twenty second against fantasy running backs. I think mm-hmm. that's that might be that's it was heading a disappointing showing in general just for this entire Steelers yeah, heading team. into the game. Or sorry, what are you saying? It was a disappointment for the entire Steelers team. Like I don't know if they're the Super Bowl team that a lot of people are describing. Yeah, wait, did they lose again? Yeah, twenty six to fifteen. Oh yeah, wait, no, yeah, they did lose. I remember seeing that. Yeah, this is that's the worst eleven and zero team ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty second. I mean, the Washington football team is no slouch, but like lost to the Bills and who are pretty good too. Yeah, but that's I, not an undefeated team. But how about how close the NFC East is? Uh, yeah, it's pretty close. I think the football team is going to win, but it's pretty close. I would I, say. I don't know that I. I mean, yeah, football team is up there, but I. I think the Giants are still in it. I'd say. And even the Eagles creeping back up into it. I mean, they have four wins, one tie. If they win two of their next games, if they beat the football team in an upset, that could be huge for the standings. I mean, the football team, it looks like the best team in the division. I think them and the Giants looked about the same. But then when they beat San Francisco, especially with losing Alex Smith, like they looked like the best team. Their defense, wow. Mm -hmm. That is a Giants fan. I'm sorry. The Giants decided to start Daniel Jones. 
you could tell he could not play. I mean, he did not have a single carry. Like, yeah, he's the I mean, quarterback in the league, and he didn't have a single. That's play true, but carry. they got slaughtered by a bad Cardinals team. So it's like there were other I, I, issues. I think the Cardinals played very well. But Kyler the Cardinals, looked, or I mean, the Cardinals, I won't say are bad, but they've been bad lately. I think what it's been is Kyler Murray had been dealing with a shoulder injury, and he just hadn't had the same accuracy. But he was on point against um, the Giants. Uh oh, Raheem Mostert's questionable. Uh oh, further imaging done on his ankle. What Ruh, happened? Bro. What? What do you mean further imaging done on his ankle? He he was fine the whole game. Um, <sighs> Jeff Wilson Jr. Everyone. No. Get on it. I hate this. Raheem Mostert. If Raheem Mostert didn't get hurt, he would be like my ideal fantasy player. So yeah, Cal, remember when you predicted Mostert to be like number 20? He's number 44. Number 18, actually. But in points per game, I bet he's about 18. He's averaging 12.1 points per game. That's pretty solid. That's not 18. <laughs> yes, it is. What? Are you crazy? There's What's so like, many guys averaging more. No, than I, I, no, no, that's not true. That you're you're just wrong about this. Sorry, Chris. You you just I'll, are. I'll go get you 18 players that are better. No, I'll go get one. you 18 players. Derrick oh, Henry. No, no, stop. Okay, Dalvin Cook. Okay, no, we're not listing Aaron all the Jones. players. I'm going to tell you James where Robinson. The... Okay, please stop. Austin okay. Eckler. Here, here. Let's David see. Montgomery. Six, seven, eight. Alvin Kamara. Chris Carson. Ezekiel Elliott. Nick Chubb. Oh, he's actually RB24 in fantasy points per game. <laughs> but no, he left two games early due to injury, though. Oh, true. All right. So maybe well, he's around 18. Without oh, it actually injuries. says news from Fantasy Pros. Jalen Hurts will start again week 15. Doug, yeah. Doug Peterson announced good. it. So, that um, is very good. Yeah, I mean, it's good for the Eagles. Um, Giovanni Bernard put up 1.8 against Dallas. Fumbled on the first play, got two more carries the rest of the game, and I almost benched Miles Sanders for him. Giovanni Bernard is now unstartable. If he can't play against Dallas, he's got Pittsburgh next week. You cannot start Giovanni Bernard. Yeah. This makes me I feel mean, good for if Mixon ever comes back this season. If Gio is not going to be involved, it's going to be all Joe Mixon. <laughs> they don't have a quarterback, don't have a running back, don't have anybody. It's just Mixon gets 30 carries in his game back. I know. Yeah. DJ Chark. Who did, who did he play? He played – oh, he played Browns, didn't he? No. Or, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he did. 31 to 10. I'm not really sure. I mean, Mike Glennon was just bad. Got benched for Minshew, but they threw a lot of passes. DJ Chark has just been kind of inconsistent lately. Mm-hmm. Put, that's putting yeah. it lightly, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's very, very weird. I'm trying to... Hold on. I'm trying to see what exactly what his stats were, if he got actually any targets. Um, But, yeah, I it's... I think he's still startable, right? I mean, you should probably still start him. Um, what did he do? He actually scored 2.6 this week. Two receptions for 16 yards on nine targets. Got seven targets last week, also two receptions. I mean, I feel like Gardner Minshew is going to start again, though. But he plays Baltimore and Chicago. Oh, and he hasn't scored above 7.6, even though he's in the last four games, even though he's gotten 29 targets in that span. So wait, what would you do with him, Chris? PJ Turk. I mean, I'm keeping him on my team, but I'm not starting him. Definitely not. In yeah, I guess in either of these matchups, I can't start him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just can't. Unless if you're in a pinch, it's fine. But four games in a row, he might come back. But against Chicago, no way. Yeah, oh. no. That stinks for DJ Chark owners. Evan Ingram. I mean, Daniel Jones was not 100. percent That game was just a wash. You can get rid of it. 
Mm-hmm. But Chase Claypool, he scored three fantasy points. And I think because he's pretty touchdown reliant, sometimes if the Steelers offense doesn't function, he can be pretty inconsistent. He's still starting because he's done so well. But like because the Steelers have so many receivers, if they face a tough defense and don't do too well, there might be some guy who's left out of the offense. I thought that would be Juju, but it was actually Claypool, who still got six targets. But just converted them to three receptions for 15 yards. He gets Cincy next week, but he was bad against Washington too the week before. I think I'm still starting him though against Cincy. And then if he does badly there, you might have to consider sitting him against Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah, I think you. I think you're. Yeah, you definitely have to consider sitting him. But I think he. He's a. He's an injury. He's a flex play. Yeah, I mean you can pl- definitely play him next week, and I would say you should probably be able to play him week 16 against Indy. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I can guarantee that yet. Yeah, uh-huh. I'd agree. All right. Um, that is it. So let's move on to waiver wire. Waiver wire. The drops sounding okay over on your end? Yeah, they are. Sounding nice. good. Nice. All righty. These guys are owned in 40% or less of uh-huh. ES. What? Yeah, we got to be specific for you guys. Oh, yeah. Wait, what do you mean got to be specific? 40%. Oh, yeah, 40, 40% or less of ESPN leagues because we found that. I mean, I also, when listening to the uh, fantasy footballers, I found that um, Yahoo leagues, like whenever they mention the percentages, Yahoo leagues, they're owned in significantly more, most of these guys. So we got to do 40% or less. Mm-hmm. And the number one yeah. guy who's owned in just above 25% of leagues, Nelson Aguilar, 100 yards in a score against Indy this week. He's been averaging like eight or seven or eight targets a game over the last few He's such a good deep threat, and he's been so good. Like, he just is putting up numbers, but he has such a high ceiling, too, that he's really enticing. I can't believe he's not owned in more leagues. Same with Tim Patrick, who scored now double-digit half PPR points in seven of nine games, seven of his last nine, excluding the Kendall Hinton quarterback saga, the 30-3 to loss or whatever it was. He's had 6.4 targets per game in the last five. He's had three touchdowns in the past two games, which means they're looking to him deep. Or they're looking to him in the end zone. And keep in mind, this was a game where KJ Hamler caught two passes for 84 yards and two touchdowns. So he had like a deep ball touchdown. So Tim Patrick is the wide receiver in the red zone. And I think he's, he's my number two pickup. He's pretty close with Nelson Aguilar, actually. Yeah, I really like Tim Patrick as well. I actually, he didn't find my list this week. Just because I think There are actually a lot of better options. There are some really good guys on the waiver wire this week, but I definitely do like Tim Patrick. And, if uh, he's av- if he's one of the only out of my five that are available, or if my five and maybe only one and two are left and you know someone's going to get him, if, if Tim Patrick seems like the best option, I say he definitely fits into that number six. Maybe Michael Pittman fits in above him for me, but uh, just including my top five. But I mean, I started Tim Patrick this week. He got 11.1. Worked out fine for me. I'm, I'm really happy with it. Like, that's uh-huh. ex- yeah. exactly what I wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I started him over Geo. Ooh, good decision there. Colin. What a play. Who would have told you? I don't think many people would have advised you to start me to start Tim Patrick over Geo, and I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Worked out well. Let's go. Yeah, I know. I never, the funny part is, I never even considered sitting Patrick, really. I was like, I, for a while, I was thinking like Geo or Sanders, Geo or Sanders. And I didn't seriously, seriously think about it, but I kind of seriously thought about it. And I never, I, for a second, I was like, oh, wait, I could sit him for Tim Patrick. Oh, wait, that's not happening. <laughs> so oh God, I realized something funny. Uh, so the Giants in the next two weeks play the Browns and the Ravens. So uh, they'll get a good look at what both teams can do because they both play each other tonight on Monday. <laughs> kind of funny, right? Well, 
two divisional teams play each other and they both play the Giants. Yeah. That's I don't know if that's that funny. Well, it, it's kind of <laughs> I mean it's part of the scheduling. <laughs> it's kind of a coincidence that that they both play each other the week before the two play the Giants. I doubt that's a coincidence. That might be for scheduling or because they, like you know how the, because they're playing okay, each well, team in the cool, in Let's the AFC on. North. We don't need to hear your whole technicality. Thing. As a Giants fan, this this is what I think of your joke. <laughs> Just kidding. Joke, but... I'm pointing out something interesting. No, you said it was kind of funny. <laughs> Chris has left the show. I have. No, I was just messing with you. I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. All right. My number three guy is actually, do you mind if I just go through mine and then you can go through yours? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, my number three is T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> oh my gosh. Imagine T.Y. Hilton is a waiver wire pickup. And mm-hmm. he's had four touchdowns in the last three games. I think he's exceeded 80 yards in at least two, if not all three of them. He's gotten huge targets, gotten deep balls. He's looked like the D.Y. Hilton we want. Chris, Mr. Wide Receiver 25 or whatever, wanted him to see. T- DeAndre Washington. I mean, Salvin Ahmed might not play next week. I doubt Miles Sanders and Matt Breida will be – or no, not Miles Sanders. Miles Gaskin and Matt Breida will be able to because of COVID. He wasn't mm-hmm. that good this week, but if you need a running back in a real pinch – you can, I guess, you can justify it because they didn't run the ball that they weren't going to run the, or they did actually run the ball a bit. Yeah, wait, Calvin, should so. we include Jeff Wilson if if Raheem Mostert is out? I think Jeff Wilson will my rank up to number one. Yeah, I mean, he he goes up my rankings to number one. If there's a chance Mostert's out, actually, I don't like the DeAndre Washington pick. Just don't. I would not pick up DeAndre Washington. I mean, I would, but like he's not really a a guy that I'm looking for. Just bump DeAndre Washington out of my rankings. Put Jeff Wilson at number three for now. And if Mostert isn't, looks like he's not going to play, put him at number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I then, understand. so my, now my new, my old, old number five, we're still number five now is Jalen hurts. And uh, he put up 19 last week, ran for over a hundred yards. Um, he had a late fumble where he also could have put up 21 and then he plays Arizona and Dallas next two weeks. So those are pretty good matchups and he just runs the ball so much. And he just, yeah, did, I mean, keep in mind his running ability makes him like a Lamar Jackson, like 19, isn't that impressive, but he did that against new Orleans. He looked mm-hmm. good. Jalen hurts might be the future for Philly. And, um, he looked very good. And with Arizona and Dallas, especially, I mean, Dallas so beatable, but Arizona's beatable too. So I think, and they, they, the Eagles beat the Saints. That's crazy. But I mean, Jalen Hurts definitely worth the pickup. I think I'm going to try to. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely considering getting Jalen Hurts as well. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm struggling with Matt Ryan at the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mister Matt Ryan, 24 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. If you guys, right. Matt Ryan has been a very frustrating quarterback over the last four games. His highest is 12.92 or 13.9. So, and yet you're still starting him. Mm-hmm. I started him this week against the 27th ranked Chargers. Yeah, Matt Ryan, you can't really start anymore. Mm-hmm. Too late. Yeah. Deep sleeper owned in 10% or less of ESPN leagues. Willie Sneed, he's back! 25 targets in his last four games. The pe- reason people forgot about him. Missed his last two games with COVID. He gets Jacksonville next week, and this show is recorded before Monday Night Football versus Cleveland. I assume he'll do pretty well, though. I mean, against Tennessee, it was a good match. He didn't do that great. But in week eight, Actually, I guess, Chris, I told you before the show that I dropped him before his one of his great games. That actually wasn't true. But in week eight, 
Seven targets, 106 yards, 13.1 fantasy points. In week nine, 5.7 on four catches. Week 10, seven targets, five catches, two touchdowns, 20.9. And then week 11, he wasn't that good. He's a deep sleeper. Keep an eye on him. You don't have to add him right now. But, I mean, you should still keep an eye on him because he gets Jacksonville next week. If he does – I mean, Mm -hmm. if he gets a solid game against against Cleveland this week, I don't know if you can – you can't really start him next week, though, against Jacksonville. Who do they get in week 16? Mhm. Yeah. Or wait, who do they get in week 16 though? Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Ravens schedule. I like your analysis though. I don't think he's like a huge like you have to pick him up, but I do think that you should keep your eye on him, especially since he ran the most routes. Oh, they play the Giants, so that's an e- easy dub. The Giants. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, if he does really well against in these next two matchups, you can definitely pick him up and maybe consider playing him. He's been a bit inconsistent, so I don't know if I really would just yet. He, he burned me, so it's hard to get the taste mm-hmm. out of my mouth. But if it's clear he's staying in the offense, it, um, then, yeah. I guess if Lamar Jackson's playing at a high level, I'd probably be fine with starting him against the Giants in Week 16. If you need, but you shouldn't really need to unless you have injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So you want to do your waiver wire, guys? Uh, Yeah. What, are they on fire? Yeah, they're on fire. They're also very, okay. Here we very, go. very sad. <laughs> John Brown. He could return this weekend. If he does, he's definitely the best pickup. But even for next week, you don't know what he's going to look like in his, in his return to the offense. He's going to bump down Gabriel Davis here, so that's why I actually only have Gabriel Davis at five. I'll talk about him in a minute. But uh, I love John Brown when he's in the offense. Actually, I don't love him because... Sometimes his targets are a little bit inconsistent, but he's definitely a nice pickup to have and a good guy to have on your bench because when it comes down to things, I mean, he could be that guy that you could play in your flex, almost like Calvin did with Tim Patrick last week, and he could put up just that solid score that you need to win your matchup, you know? I mean, I think feel it like because Gabriel Davis has sort of taken over some targets, though. I don't know if I like John Brown right away, but I agree I, that he's a good option at waivers. Yeah, okay. I, I mean... Where can you go wrong? I predicted Gabriel Davis, and now I like John Brown, too. <laughs> All right, number Where two. Where can you go wrong? You should have them both on your team after this show. And then my, num- my number two is uh, T.Y. Hilton, and Calvin likes this one, too. Uh, I think you had Hilton at three, right? Oh, wait. Uh, no, you had Hilton at three. But, uh, yeah, we both like Hilton. He's just been playing some great football. Like Calvin said, four touchdowns in the last three games, and he's finally looking like that number 25 receiver that I had him. This is what I was expecting from him, but – uh. Obviously, that hasn't come about until these last few weeks. Sit him, though, guys, because whenever a player starts scoring a lot of touchdowns and then we start talking about them and saying you should start them, he's going to score no touchdowns. So don't start him this week. Start him the week after. Oh, yeah, for sure. Don't start him this week. It could still be a fluke. I want at least one more game. Mm-hmm. And your yeah. number three. Okay. Do you like your these sound effects for each of yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your number three. Jalen Hurts. He is on fire, or, well, not really on fire because he only played one game, but he looked like he, he had been playing for weeks uh, in, in his debut. Ran for over 100 yards, and he's just playing great football right now. He seems to have revived that Eagles offense, which is really good for not only Jalen Hurts and his fantasy prospects, but Miles Sanders and the rest of the Eagles offense. So I keep an eye on him. He's definitely a waiver guy that I think I'm going to pick up. I think I'm probably going to drop Matt Ryan for him. And uh, who are they playing again? Uh, who are the Eagles playing? Arizona and then Dallas. Yeah, uh, so I'll definitely pick him up, and I think I might be starting him for both of those weeks. All right, sounds good. And your number four. 
And then mine number four. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, Calvin likes this one too. Uh, like Calvin says, 100 yards in a score against Indy. He's just playing great. He's consistently putting up good numbers too, which is so rare for a deep threat like Aguilar. He seems to have lost that his uh, his fame at his or he was very infamous in the Eagles organization for dropping a lot of passes, but he hasn't been seemed to have been doing too bad in that kind of category. So That's far, gone and, to Deontay Johnson, another another person in Pennsylvania. It's now Deontay Johnson. He's mm-hmm. caught the dropping virus. Yeah, someone. I saw this funny post about Eric Ebron. It was like somebody posted like Deontay Johnson has like twelve drops or whatever. I think that was PFF. Somebody responded. It was like Eric Stone. Don't forget about Eric Stonehands Ebron. Uh, I'm gonna look up who this was. And then it was like the gif of gif of Thanos, like looking at his stone hands, and it was like these are good hands, aren't they, or something like that. Uh-huh. So, or yeah, here it was Chubsburger Fantasy Chubsburger Fantasy Sports. It they're at Chubs Chub then a Z then Burger, and they posted that. Let's see if I can find it. What exactly what it was, but um, I wanted to give credit. It was a good post. All right, uh-huh. well. Um, looking through, scrolling through posts, but, um, where was it? Um, well, can't find it. I'll be able to find it. Apologies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it said, uh, the post was, or no, somebody, it wasn't the PFF post. It was something else about Deontay. And their response was, don't forget to include Stonehand Zebron in there too. And the Thanos, po- it says, or I, was that Thanos? It wasn't Thanos. I'm an idiot. But someone said they look like big, good, strong hands, don't they? I don't know. It's some sort of monster. <laughs> I have no clue who that is. I'm probably stupid. Chris, do you know any monster like who looks like big and like also like 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 a lot of skin? Like, but that looks like stone, but like not like feels like stone. I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. That, that took way too long. <laughs> Anyway, do you want to finish up your waiver wire? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number four. And, guys, I already told you about this. Oh, Gabriel Davis. This guy on my list. Please. You should have picked him up a long time ago when I had him as deep sleepers. This is what you do with deep sleepers, guys. When you have a good fantasy analyst, they pick out the right sleepers. Gabriel Davis has totally performed. Uh, turned into what I expected him to become when I listened to him as my deep sleeper. And uh, maybe you guys should take my perfectly into my deep sleeper here. You guys should keep an eye on Chad Hansen, my new deep sleeper. Like the Texans in routes run. Just keep an eye on it. You never know. Maybe he'll be your next. Gabriel Davis. Chad Hansen. Yeah, I mean he led them in routes run without Brandon Cooks playing, but I like the pick. It's a deep it's like a deep sleeper. It's deep. Alright. Um, let's see. Oh wait, sorry, I gotta pull up the, the credits sound. Uh, I didn't I didn't get the credits sound yet. I need to get a, applause up here. <laughs> people need to applaud for me um let's see here so if i just okay well actually why don't i just i'm just oh my gosh what am i doing <laughs> i'm trying to pull it up gotta pull it up for the credits uh gotta pull it up in here downloads go over here actually no never okay well whatever let's just pull it up. What do you think? Beautiful. Roll the credits!
if you have questions, okay, no, stop the applause, please. If you have questions about fantasy football, they you can contact contain themselves. What? They can't contain themselves. Oh yeah, they can't. They cannot contain themselves. If you have questions about fantasy football, I'll actually pull that up as a regular drop for next time so we can do it whenever we need. If you have questions about fantasy yeah. football, email us at secondandgoalfantasy at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at SGFpod at Calvin underscore SGF at Chris underscore SGF. Um, you can email our live show at secondandgoalsportstalk at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at SGSportstalk and click the link in the description to find it. Um, and uh, you can find my articles on Sportscaster News. Haven't written one in a while but it's at news.sportscastr.com slash author slash Calvin KSGF. Or you can find my articles at Luke Brown Sports Talk. Follow him on Twitter at LB underscore Sports Talk. And you can click the link in the description. I write two fantasy articles a week for him. You can find preseason rankings and uh, my articles for that site, which, I mean, you shouldn't really look at the articles on our website. You should look at them on his because his website looks better than ours, to be frank. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Mr. Designer. Oh, wait. I'm the designer. You can go to sites.google.com slash view slash second and goal fantasy. I mean, for preseason rankings and articles, we don't put a ton of work into the website because we haven't put out a lot of content. And it looks pretty good. It's simple. But, I mean, Luke's site is nice, and it's about all sports and all that. Mm-hmm. So you can go to uh, sites.google.com slash view slash second and goal fantasy for preseason rankings and some articles. So um, is that it? Mm-hmm. I think oh. it is. Oh, my goodness. That is it. Thank you for li- oh yeah we have to play the outro don't we? Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time. <laughs> We're gonna do this again. Oh, never mind. I guess he's gone. I, I listened to the last one.